I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. This will be a year of increase, impact, and favor, and I want you to wake up to possibilities and dreams that are waiting for you. You can't be the same person this year and reach new goals. I hold nothing back. I will help you make a shift. I'm going to teach you how your mindset, your nutrition, and your personal development are either moving you forward or holding you back. This is it. No excuses. No bull. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm really, really excited about my guest today. Um, You don't get to see her, but while we're recording this, I'm looking at her and she's just stunning and beautiful. And I have to say this really quick before I actually introduce you. The first time I ever saw you was on one of the company videos and you're dancing around in Birkenstocks, just this little ball of energy. And I just fell in love with you immediately. So um, Audrey is 27 years old. She, uh, she and her husband have been the number one earners in her company for the last three years in the age group of 18 to 25. So if you're listening to this and you're in that age group, imagine being the number one earner in your entire network marketing company globally. Um, she's currently 27 years old. She's been married for two years and she is one of our company's millionaires. And I know her because we're in the same company and I've, I have really like, I've been secretly like fangirling you for a really long time because I just think you're a light Um, I love, I can't wait for people to hear your actual voice because who you are and your energy comes through in your voice. And so I'm excited to see where our conversation goes. We have so much to talk about. We were actually talking before I started the recording. I said, we just need to record this. So we started the podcast. Um, This is one of my leading lady series. She is absolutely a leading lady in the profession of network marketing and just for young women to, to follow as a human being. And so it's my honor to have you on the podcast today, Miss Audrey McLeod. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I was loving our conversation before the recording got started. So I'm excited for what we're going to dive into today. I am too. I'm so excited. And I'm and now that you guys have heard her voice, do you see what I'm talking about? Like some people just have energy that pours out of them and light and it comes out of you out of every portion of you, your smile, your eyes, your voice. So I think people are going to just love listening to you. So we are going to have a great time in this recording today. So, okay, let me, let's start here, Audrey. Tell me a little bit of your background before network marketing. Oh, that's so great. So my jobs consisted of my first job was working Arby's as an Arby's drive-through girl. First job for <laughs> years old. Then I was a kennel technician, AKA wash the dogs, took the dogs, um, on a walk at a vet. Then I became a nanny for top earners in isogenics and also a hairstylist. So I had no previous, um, background in network marketing. I had never heard of this beautiful profession before. I didn't know what it entailed But when I understood what residual income was and that you could make money while you sleep, that sung to me. And it was just game, set, match at that point. So you immediately loved, I mean, it's, you're kind of like hook, line and sinker when you're nannying for some of the top 
top earners in all of the profession, right? Like you're getting to look at their lifestyle day in and day out. Yeah. It was really remarkable. Um, God really aligned us. I was not looking for a job as a nanny. I was looking for a job as a hairstylist. And um, my phone ended up ringing and it ended up being one of the top earners worldwide. And for two years, I watched their life. And what was the most appealing thing to me about who they were as people and about isogenics as a culture and as a community is that they served people with all that they were. And so I watched for two years service-hearted people from all over the company, people who genuinely wanted others to have freedom physically and financially. And that really, I really began to notice that from the beginning, but my timing, it took me two years saying, it took me two years of just watching, observing, and being around the culture and the community for it to really sink in as to what this could be. So what do you think? It took you two years because of self-doubt, because of thinking, oh, well, they can do it, but I can't. What, what do you think? You know, I think the timing for me, it wasn't right. I was 19 years old yeah. when I first started working for them. When I look back at when I was 19, like, what do you really know at that age? I was trying to figure out my life. I didn't really know what my passions were. I knew I loved people, but I was also going through a ministry school at that time to try to figure out what my calling was. And so when I was nannying for them and I saw this big, beautiful lifestyle, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so it took two full years of watching and observing and reaching the point where I said, what am I really going to do? Like everything that I've always wanted to do as far as impacting the world, loving people really well, having freedom, it all came in this package of network marketing. I just didn't know that something like this existed. And there are so many people who are out there who are looking for a vehicle to ignite them to live a life of fulfillment. They're looking for a vehicle. And for me, I was looking for this vehicle and it just came in a package that I wasn't looking for and I didn't even know existed. Oh, it like, I have chills when you say that because, you know, I fell, I fell in love with this profession 15 years ago. And when I started, I was, oh, I was just a little bit older than you. I was, um, you're 27 now. I, I was, uh, let's see. So Savannah was, I was third. I just turned 30 when, when I found the profession and I felt the same way. I was like, why doesn't everybody do this? Because any, it, 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 I always, here's what I like to tell people. I have been blessed enough to have two soulmates in my life. One is my ridiculous, amazing husband who we're going to talk about your husband in a minute, but I, he is just like, God perfectly matched me with him. And then the second is this profession. Like this profession is my soulmate. It fulfills every part of, of the best parts. I think that God put in me to, to offer to the world. And so for me, like when I, when I talk to people and they're like, Oh, Oh, that's one of those things. I just, I want to like slap them. I'm like, you don't even know what you're saying because exactly, it's so remarkable and it's not what people think it is. I don't push people. I don't hard sell people. I don't put, I don't put the sale before the person. 
what I always like to say, and I think you'll agree or, and, or have something to add to it is this profession will allow you to become the version of yourself that God intended you to be. Absolutely. I think it is so remarkable how people from any age, education, background can come and get submerged in a culture, in a community that is unlike anything else I've ever experienced, where you are encouraged to be your most authentic self, where you are encouraged to shine bright in a world out there that is constantly trying to dim your light or to dim your light or mold you into what the world says that you are. What I love about network marketing is that you can build this how you want in your truest, most authentic way. And I was having a conversation with another top earner in our company and I was talking to him and I said, I've never been a part of something where the more money you earn, the better, more devout person that you become. Like the more that you can earn in network marketing, it truly brings out more of the service heart that you have inside of you. The more that you earn, the more you can give. And it becomes this beautiful ripple effect. And since I started network marketing a little over five years ago, I have watched this beautiful transformation take place in my own life. I, honest to goodness, am a um, more patient person than I was five and a half years ago prior. I love people greater. I have more long suffering. I have more patience. I am a believer and I feel like the fruit of the spirit comes out more inside of me than ever before. And it is truly remarkable what this profession can do when you put your hand to it. Network marketing works. Network marketing is, I truly believe, the greatest profession to create wealth, to bring out your best self, to have a community. But if you're only giving this one month, three months, or six months, you're doing yourself a disservice. This takes time to build, but you won't find another profession that will allow you to earn as you learn to where you can become who you're going to become in the process. Oh, yes. Yes to everything. I just have chills while you're talking. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think people struggle with is, you know, in, in our profession, we use terms like duplication, right? And so it can, it can get a little twisted for people because they think duplication, well, I just want to be like Audrey. I want to talk like Audrey. I want to do things like Audrey, but, but you already said it. The most successful people in our profession are the ones who figure out how to duplicate systems in their most authentic, raw, real, original design selves. Right. And isn't it so amazing? And we try to, we try to cast that for people, right? And I think it's, it takes a while before people figure that out because you started the profession. How old were you when you, when you started? I was 22. I mean, think about how much you've changed from 22 to 27. Totally. Yeah. Like you're such a different person, just even outside of network marketing, you just grow because you're, you're figuring out who you are. So yeah. it's real. I think it's hard for people to, to believe when we tell them just be you, right? be, be all of you right. because that's when people connect. I think that's why I'm so attracted to you when I've watched your own videos and seen you on stage and stuff <laughs> is you're just authentically you in your own skin. And that just shines out of you. Well, I really, really appreciate that. And 
that really does touch home to me because my life anthem and my highest core value is freedom, but it's also identity. And it's also walking in my God given identity. There are 7 billion people in the world who all have a different blueprint and a different fingerprint. Nobody has the same fingerprint. So why would I try to be somebody other than who God intended me to be? That would just be fraud. And, And that's just not who I am. And so what I am extremely passionate about, especially when leading a large organization in network marketing is to constantly encourage people to walk in their God-given talents, their God-given gifts. Because the moment you try to become like anybody else is the moment that you lose your power. Yes. You are powerful when you walk in who God says that you are, not when you're trying to be anybody else. Yes. And and I fully believe that every single human being was born specifically with a task in, in mind, with, with yeah. a design, with a job to do, with, with a life they were supposed to touch, whether it was one or 1 million. And, you know, without, without discovering and um, working on the person that you really are, then you don't get to fulfill that. Everybody doesn't get to fulfill that. Right. Like it takes work. It takes, it takes real, I think it's, it takes more work to be authentically you than it does to just go out there with a mask. Oh, 100%. Especially when we're living in a world that is social media so prevalent. And so although social media is a beautiful tool to make great connections and I have forever friendships that I've met through social media, you're also being bombarded with the next best thing or a beautiful looking girl who has a gorgeous outfit and she's looking like she's living her best life. And it can cause you to question your own. And so if you are, if you aren't standing firm in who you are, you can be wavering back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So it is so important to keep that at the forefront of your mind. And just like you were saying, it can be challenging, but that's where in the morning when you wake up, that's where you get grounded before you walk out into the world. Um, in the morning, the very first thing that I do is, is I get out my journal and I write out my gratitudes and I write out who I am. Oh. Not who the world thinks that I should be, but if you looked at my journal, my journal is filled with words so that my mind is clear before I step foot into the world. Because when I go into the world, I'm expectant of meeting new people who need to be given life. And if I'm not filling myself up in the morning, what you put in is what's going to come out. So if you're not filling yourself up, what's going to come out are words that may not carry a lot of weight. But if you're putting in depth and you're focusing on what you're grateful for, you're, you have affirmations spoken over your life of who you are and who you want to be. Your subconscious mind, that begins to come into your subconscious mind and that begins to overflow out of you. So in the morning, if you want to counteract and say, okay, well, how do I stand on my identity in a world that's projecting so much? Well, you have to take matters in your own hands first thing in the morning and set that up the right way so that you can go forth into the world and be who you were called to be. Ooh, preach it, girl. (laughs) So, okay. Tell everybody that's listening. Do you do this five days a week, seven days a week? What's your every day, every Every day, no matter what, 
if you're on, if you're on a trip, gotta do it. And that was, that's challenging. I was just in Dallas with my husband for a gorgeous wedding this past weekend. And we were up really late and up really early in the morning. I was like, before I can do anything, I've got a journal and you've got to make it a priority. It has to be a priority. So I love that because I'm, I'm, I think it's so important to have rituals, things, things that I was just messaging somebody before we recorded this podcast. And I was saying, you know, I'm, I'm very intentional every day. There are certain things that are non-negotiable for me, just for me to, to be in the right state and have the right energy. And so I love that you're, you're 27 and you're already doing this. You're so far ahead. What a, what a tremendous mentor and just example you are for so many. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the age. You're so sweet. Thank you. Well, I want to talk to you about your husband because, okay, so first of all, I love him. <laughs> <That's so cute. laughs> Tell everybody how you met him. Oh, I love him so much. James is the greatest, most amazing man on the planet. So I actually met James. Um, I met his sister first. His sister was 19 years old in college and she wanted um, to learn more about our company. And so I hopped on a phone call with her, fell in love with her instantly. And she began to take off in the business. And so I said, hey, if you get your friends in a room, I would love to talk with them about this. She said, yes, come on. So I drove to her college campus. um, And the place where we held the little event was in James's living room. So when I was 22 years old, you guys, I was just ignorance on fire about network marketing. Um, I had absolutely no filter. I was extremely loud and rambunctious and obnoxious at some points, but it was me. It was all who I was at 22 and I was so excited. And so when I walked into the room in all of odds glory, James was like, whoa, this girl is a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> we, uh, we met that night and we always had this really incredible connection, but the timing for him and I was just not right. And so we were just friends for two years. We were business partners and friends. James caught the vision of network marketing. Um, he joined he joined his sister, Allie, and together the three of us really built this dynamic team and this incredible organization. And there were time. I mean, I never would have thought that I would be James McLeod's wife. I mean, we did not go there in our minds. We really were just friends, but something shifted in him and he just started to pursue me and would not stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> where we go? And now here we are. Oh, it's so sweet. And, you know, I think what happens for people um, when they see a couple in this profession is they, they always ask the question, me and Bobby get asked it all the time. How do you work together? Because in, in this profession of network marketing, if it's what you both do full time, you're together basically 24 seven and Bobby and I are together literally almost 24 seven every day for 15 years of the 18 we've been together. Wow. So how, how does, how do you guys kind of navigate that? Well, first of all, I really am so grateful that 
I don't have to kiss my husband goodbye in the morning and I have, and we have the freedom to do this full time. I really do consider it a luxury to be able to have my husband who I love so much. And I'm like really obsessed with him. He's absolutely incredible. (laughs) Um, But the difference between mine and James's relationship and marriage, it is different in the sense that him and I built two very successful organizations by ourselves. Separately. Yeah, separately. Although we were still a part of the same team, we were very much separate because we never thought that we would actually end up being together. (laughs) So we, we both took full ownership in our team, full ownership in our organization and learned how to lead from the front individually. So when we came together and we got married, it was like, whoa, how do we figure out what these roles are? Like I was so used to do everything, doing everything alone. And he was so used to doing everything alone. And now here we are saying, well, we could come together with both of our brains and figure out how to do this way more efficiently than what we're doing right now. Because for the first six months of our marriage, we were still working separately because we couldn't figure out how it was all going to fit together. And so we really sought mentoring from couples who were much older than we were and who have been doing network marketing for longer. And we sought out, how are we going to make this work? How do we need to do this? There was never any arguing. It was just very much, we were doing so much work when we could have just combined and have done so much less, but it would have been more efficient. So after we really sought out how to make it work, what we began to do is we began to focus on what our strengths were. For example, my strengths were opposite of what his strengths were. My weaknesses were opposite of what his weaknesses were. So his strengths were my weaknesses and my strengths were his weaknesses. So what we did was we began to delegate roles. And if you are listening to this podcast and you have a spouse that's doing this with you, my encouragement to you would be that you would delegate roles. What are you good at? What is your spouse good at? What can you guys do separately, but but it will come together and it will fit perfectly into a mold. And so what we had to do is we had to figure out what our strengths were and focus on our strengths. I think that one of the things that I can often hear is, If you focus on your weakness, you can make that into a strength. But I really believe that if you focus more on your strengths, that's going to get stronger. And um, if your spouse focuses on their strengths, you're just one really strong unit. That isn't to neglect the weak areas, but also to understand that you want to move the pendulum forward. And so when we began to really learn and we began to delegate roles of what our strengths were, it took us time to figure that out. But again, anything worth having is worth fighting for. Anything worth having does take time to achieve. And so we had to figure out those roles. And now, two years later, it's like, whoa, we've got it down now. Like, we've got it. We, we know what our strengths are. And we're still learning and growing together. But we we figured out the dynamics very well. That's awesome. Yeah. It's when, when you, I think I, what I've seen in the past where people struggle is it's kind of like a power struggle. Like, like if you don't know where you fit in the dynamic, then it's kind of like, you're both trying to fight for the same thing. But when you can figure out like 
you're amazing at this. And I actually hate doing that. So that belongs to you. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and also I would say as well, don't ever underestimate the power that your edification yes. and exhortation can have on your spouse. So it is so important to validate what they are doing. Yes. Like if Dave comes to me and he says to me, oh my gosh, I just, I heard you on that phone call with that new girl. You have such a way of connecting and empathizing with where people are at. That builds up my spirit and my soul so much to want to give back more. Whereas if James was to come up to me and say, can I just talk to you about, you could have done so much better in this area. Now I want to be, I want people to call forth the things that they do see in me in areas that I fall short. I want to know what I can improve on. But when James edifies me and encourages me with where I'm at, it does so much for my soul. Whereas when I edify him and when I encourage him, it changes everything. Someone told me when we were engaged, um, this beautiful, amazing, wise woman, I was spending time with her because I just wanted some marriage advice. And this applies to your business as well. She told me, she said, your husband will become what he sees in your eyes. And I took that and I said, oh my gosh. And what that really, what that really means is that when you look at your spouse and you call forth those things that are inside of them, you edify the things that they are doing right. You look into them and you pull out who God has called them to be things in your marriage, in your home life, and in your business begin to flourish and is stronger than anything else. So I really learned that, um, but when I was engaged and I, and I apply that in our business every day. That's such a beautiful thing. And it's funny that you're talking about this today um, because on my Facebook post today, I, it was a call out specifically to women because I think what happens as women, well, first of all, there's a whole culture now of like making the husband like the butt of the joke. If you even just look at like even television, the dads are the dumb ones. They're the fat ones sitting on the couch. They're the ones everybody makes fun of. And, you know, I mean, it's so, it's so emasculating and it makes me really, really sad. And, you know, I have, we were, I work with, I've always worked with women, even before network marketing and women almost like are addicted to complaining about their husbands. Oh, he, this, he, that, he doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. And they'll do it even in front of people. And, and it really makes me sad because, um, what our husbands need so much is to know that we believe in them, that we see who they are. And so, you know, I really just like, you know, what you focus on expands. If you keep complaining about stuff with your husband, you're just going to keep getting more of it. And, you know, just like what you just said, calling out these things in them to just, um, you know, build up their, build up their belief. They need to be the hero for you and calling out when they do do well and praying for your husband every day and sacrificing and having grace on them. Even when like, I'm not perfect. I screw up. I do. I mean, I'm moody. I have all these things, you know, and thank goodness my husband just pours so much grace over me. Like, he just pours grace, like, like heaping buckets of grace over me so often. And to return that when I can is such a blessing. Just, you know, not keeping score, 
pouring belief into him, edifying him. And it's, it's a powerful power. We have as wives so much power over who our husbands are and become with our mouths. Oh my gosh. 100%. I just wrote a post a week ago on the power that, that God has given wives to speak into their husbands. The world can speak into your husband, anything, but the moment that their wife, listen, when you said, I do something spiritual happened in those moments and you became one with your spouse from that point on, you carry more authority in the words that you, that you speak over your husband than anybody else on the planet does. And so when you really begin to grasp the weight of what that means, I took that so seriously because the more that I see James walking in his fullness, listen, it's never a competition. We're in this life to walk in more freedom. My life anthem is freedom. I want to be free in my body, free in my spirit, free in my soul, free in my marriage. The more your husband has freedom spoken over him, the more he will walk in the freedom that God's called him to walk in, which will ultimately end up releasing you in more freedom as well. That's right. I love what you said about all that because there is this new movement that's happening right now where men just seem to be um, less than because of this new movement of empowered women. And I, I, I am, and I know you are as well, Michelle, we are both so in alignment with women empowering women and building them up. But that doesn't mean that empowered women means having men that are, you know, not empowered. Right. And so I love, I love what you spoke about that. And, and really there is so much power in, in your husband walking in the strength and the power that he's called to walk in as well. You know, this is totally, I mean, we're kind of going off on a different direction, but I, I, you know, work with women for a really long time. And as a believer, you, you attract believers. And so I've had women tell me for years, I just, I'm praying for my husband. I want him to be this, the head of the household, praying for him to be the head of the household for years and years. But then when their husband takes steps to become the head of the household, they're like, well, what are you doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, girl, you've been praying for this, allow him to be the man that God is wanting him to be. But, but it really comes from, you know, the thing about marriage is it's a complete partnership and it's a surrender, equal surrender on both sides. Like it's an equal surrender on both sides. Like I have to, you know, I always, I say this to people and they look at me like I'm like, I'm literally nuts, but like my happiness in my marriage is none of my business. His job is not to make me happy or fulfill me. That's not what marriage is about. My job is to not make him happy or fulfill him. And I take on the the responsibility of it's my job to love him and serve him. And he takes on the responsibility. It's his job to love and serve me. Sometimes Sometimes I'm doing 80 and he's doing 20 and sometimes he's doing 80 and I'm doing 20, but that's, that's that kind of sacrificial, you know, and I get so much joy out of serving him. Like the joy is in the giving and people, we have it twisted. I think in like, he's supposed to make me happy. He's supposed to fill the gaps. He's supposed to fulfill my, and it, that's, I think that's why people are so unfulfilled because they're, they're looking to this man to fulfill something that only God can fill. Number one. 
And number two, it's, it is an expectation that is not fair to put on, on him or her, like either way. Yeah. I 100% agree with all of that. It's interesting because as you were talking about, um, the roles of the household, I remember when James and I, when we first got married, um, I was making a multiple six figure income in my network marketing business. At the time we got married when we were both 25. So for me, for a handful of years, I knew how to manage money. I knew how to lead a team. I had gone to so many different personal development events. So when James and I got together, it was very challenging for me to relinquish control and to allow him to step into the order that God would have a marriage to be. And that is a man leading a woman. That's not, that's not a man putting a cap on who a woman is. That's not Not sexist. Exactly. Exactly. So for the first year of our marriage, it was very, very challenging for me to allow James to step into that role. And I got very, very convicted at the end of our first year of marriage in December. I remember it specifically because things were out of order. The order that God designed marriage to be is loving God first, putting your spouse second. Then if you have children, it's your children, then it's your business or it's your family and then it's your business. Well, things were getting out of order and God shook me and he said, you've got to relinquish control. And let me tell you what happened in January when I began to relinquish the control and I allowed James to step into more of the order that God would have it. It was, it was this relinquishing of this freedom. Again, like I was saying throughout this whole entire podcast, my life, I want to have more freedom every day. So relinquishing that control was allowing him to become and to walk in the role that he was called to. And it allowed me to have more freedom in my own life. So it was just, it was incredible. And it's been incredible since. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. And I, I, you know, for being in the profession, as long as I have what I've seen, what I see happen, and it's something that I, what I've seen happen with women is, you know, you have these women who maybe they didn't make any money. They get into this profession. They start to make great money. And like you, men, then they start to actually make more than their spouse. And that can, that can do a lot of things psychologically to a man just first and foremost, because they're innately in them. Their job is to provide and take care. So then that starts to weigh on their identity a little bit, number one, but then you have a woman who starts to feel empowered and is like, listen, I make more than you. I'm your boss. You can't tell me anything. And I've watched many marriages break up. And so one of the things that I have really strive to do in the profession, Bobby and I both is, um, you know, this profession is supposed to be a blessing for families, not something that tears them apart. And so, you know, we really try to live that example and, and by no stretch of the imagination, do we not argue? I mean, I'm, I am passionate in everything I do. So I'm passionate when I'm happy and loving and excited. And when I'm pissed, it's just my right. personality. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And my husband is, and Bobby is just like steady Eddie. I mean, the, the man has to be literally some kind of like a higher saint to be married to me in the first place. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we really, and, and the thing about it too, Audrey's after 18 years of us being together, things, they, 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 nothing is 
is solid. It's a, it's a very fluid thing. Growth, sometimes you're growing and they aren't, or sometimes they're growing and you aren't. And it's this continual just, you know, giving, like surrendering it all. And you're talking about relinquishing control. And right next to me is a thing that says, when you relinquish the desire to control your future, you obtain happiness, let go and let God. And that is daily. So true. Daily, daily. Okay. Well, we've really, like we could talk for hours. I could tell. Okay. Let me, I'm going to shift us back a little bit to your business, just a little bit. So in network marketing, you've been in network marketing for five years, a little over five years. Um, what, what would you say now? I mean, this is a loaded question, but what would you say has been kind of maybe your biggest hurdle in the profession? Hmm. Well, for me, I started network marketing at 22 years old. Um, I had no previous experience in this industry. I watched the top earners make significant income and make it look very easy. Yeah. And, and, and they've also, they had 30 plus years of network marketing experience before they got involved in the company that we all partner with now. Yeah. Um, but I had an expectation that my journey was going to look like theirs coming into this. Um, My biggest hurdle was allowing the emotional, uh, the emotional drive of this business to sway me from the left and the right. And what I mean by that is it is so important to establish why you are wanting to build your network marketing business. And although I am so grateful for the emotion to feel deeply, to have immense joy, to feel frustration, I don't take for granted the beautiful um, emotions that we have within us. However, when you are emotionally driven in this business, it can be detrimental to your health. And what I mean by that is, is if you allow the nose to affect you on such an emotional level, then to allow the person who says yes to affect you on a high emotional level, to allow a return to drop you back down, Mm -hmm. to allow a rank advancement to pull you back up, to allow the frustrations to drop you back, you are on this, just this train. Roller coaster. And down and a roll. Yeah, that's a better word. A roller coaster of the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs. It wasn't until I put the emotion aside, I made a decision that I was in this for life. There was no going back for me were the moments that my emotions no longer dragged me. There are still going to be people who tell you no, no matter how much money that you make weekly in your network marketing business. There's always going to be people who tell you no, always going to be people who tell you yes, people who want to go to the top with you, people who say they want to go to the top with you, and then they don't call you back. There are (laughs) always going to be people like that in your business, but as long as you stay with the knowledge of knowing who you are and where you are going in your profession and with your company, you won't be swayed back and forth, which will allow you to be on an upward climb instead of the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs. Yep. I, t- I like to tell people, you know, don't ride the, don't ride the roller coaster. You, you don't, you don't have to, it's a choice. Now that's not to say you don't get excited when something is great, but you right. don't let it like, it's like being manic depressive. Like you're so high and then there's an ultimate crash. So feel it, but you know, you just know 
this is a momentary joy and we got to keep moving forward. So that's, that's so you're, you're very knowledgeable beyond your years, my beautiful friend. Um, Okay. So, so let me ask you, I have two more things for you. What do you think, and this is going to be really hard for you to pick because I'm sure that you've had so many remarkable moments that are memorable, memorable to you, but what has your, been your best moment so far in your network marketing journey? Like the one thing, the first thing that comes to your head that you're like, yeah, that was really cool. Becoming one of the youngest millionaires in our company. Yeah. And that just happened recently. Yeah. It happened in June. I I was so excited for you when it was announced. Yeah, it was, it really, it was my dream when I said yes, that I wanted to be one of the youngest to do it. Um, and there were so many beautiful things that happened along the way. My, my amazing parents, I, help them make a uh, six-figure income residually a year. So watching my parents to be able to live the life of their dreams. It's my mom's 60th birthday today. And my mom was able to take a two-week trip to go visit her twin to celebrate their 60th birthday. Um, And she wouldn't have been able to do that if, if we didn't have the, if, if they didn't have, my parents didn't have the residual income. And so those are probably two of the most monumental things because when we hit um, millionaire, it was a reflection of the team that we have that have had that has had massive success and really being able to give back to my parents. Um, they gave my brother and I everything. We have I just I love my parents so much, and so now I get to see my mom and my dad going on vacation together, and um, my mom's on the back of my dad's little scooter with the little peace sign, and they're, <laughs> they are honeymooning again. They've been married for over thirty years, so it's just it's really beautiful. Um, those have been two of my favorite things that have happened thus far. How awesome! I know there's so many more wonderful, wonderful things in store for you. You just have a like a ridiculously beautiful heart. You're such a light. Um, and so leaving, leaving the podcast, ending the podcast, do do you have one thing that you could like one tip, your top tip that you could offer to somebody if they're listening to this and maybe they're thinking about network marketing or maybe they're in network marketing and you're like, this is the one thing that I could give to you today. I mean, you've given them so much. Wow. There've been a lot of, a lot of nuggets here from you. I would say if you're thinking about network marketing as your profession, be a person that goes all in. Mm. In everything that you do, do not waver. Don't be 50% here and 10% here. Don't be 98%. Be 100% in, in whatever you do specifically and especially in network marketing. If you are all in and you make a decision to go all out to learn the skills that it takes to be a network marketing professional, to make a commitment that this is the way that you are going to create and to have money while you sleep, (laughs) this is a dream and even a thought in your mind that this could maybe be something that will give your life, your family's life, more time freedom, financial freedom, go all in. There are always going to be little things that can creep in your mind to give you doubt, 
But the moment that you take action is the moment that those negative emotions leave you. So go all in with whatever you decide to choose. Be all in in your marriage. Be all in in your network marketing business. Be all in in whatever it is that you decide to do. Because when you are all in, you will see the fruit of your labor. So that's what I would say. Well, that was that was a, a lot to say. You are amazing. What a joy this has been. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out to just share your story and so many just literally life-changing nuggets for people to listen to. Thank you so much, Audrey. Thank you so much for having me. And it has been such a fun time being on your podcast. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I did recording it. (laughs) If you loved it as much as I did, please, it's the ultimate compliment to share it with somebody else. You can share it on social media. um, You can send it in a text. And I don't know if you know this, but the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, which is cool, and also on Google Podcasts. So you have a couple of different options of listening to the podcast. And, you know, it's, like I said, a huge compliment. And I am so grateful when you share it. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Another awesome episode in my Leading Lady series. I'd love to hear your feedback. And if you know of an amazing leading lady in the profession of network marketing that you think I should interview or you'd love to hear, let me know. Reach out. I'm on social media, um, Facebook and on Instagram, and I'm pretty easy to find. You can find me on either one of my websites, soldoutentrepreneur.com, or you can find me on bobbyandmichelle.com. So thank you again so much. Until next time.